Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing The Legend of Korra, Season 4, Episode 8, titled Remembrances. Uh, we're ending 2018, final episode we're discussing in this calendar year, uh, with a clip show. <laughs> I... I swear to God, I did not plan that. It just happened. Like, it's just the biggest coincidence of all time. Like, what are the odds? What are the odds that the clip show... Like, out of all... 52... It's 52, right? Yeah, 52. Out of all 52 episodes of The Legend of Korra... The clip show is what falls directly on New Year's Eve. Like, that's one in a million. One in a million shot there. (laughs) I'm amazed we were able to accomplish that. But we're doing the clip show today, which... Okay, see, the saga of the Legend of Korra clip show is a weird one. Because I remember when this came out. And the fact that Legend of Korra was doing a clip show was a huge controversy. Everyone hated the very idea of it. This episode came out, uh, and it was railed against so heavily. Everyone just despised it. People were boycotting it and just saying, don't watch this episode at all. It doesn't matter. Uh, If you go to IMDb, it is by far the lowest rated episode of this show. And at one point, I remember the backlash got so heated that the creators of the show had to actually come out and say, yeah, this is an ideal, but Nickelodeon cut our budget significantly for season four. So we either had to fire half our staff or do a clip show. And the clip show is what they ended up doing, which, when you put it in those, when you put it in those terms, like, yeah, I'm glad a clip show exists, so they didn't have to fire half their staff. But there is a lot of hate around this episode. Like, people freaking despise the Legend of Korra clip show. Now, for me... I try to judge it, like, not in terms of the rest of the series, but in terms of clip shows in general. And as far as clip shows go, it's still not good. I mean, really, there's only one good clip show out there, and that's the Drake and Josh clip show, which is amazing. 
but I feel like this is about as good as the average clip show can get. Like, it's not a good episode, but as far as clip shows go, it's not a bad one either. Like, I've seen clip shows much worse than this by a lot. And they managed to do some okay stuff. Uh, They managed to make the most of the clip show constriction. Uh, They have some humorous moments. One of the three segments in particular is brilliant. We'll get to that. But again, like, it's clip show. It has all the trappings of the clip show. It feels unnecessary. It's kind of tedious. Like, it is definitely among those episodes. It's just... Flat out not good. If I were to rank, like, the top five worst episodes of Legend of Korra, it'd probably be somewhere on that list. But, eh, it's not as bad as it could have been. Uh, I still don't think it's the worst episode of Legend of Korra. I think that honor still goes to, uh, 105, uh, the one that's just entirely melodrama. Spirit of Competition, I believe, was the title of it. This is okay. Like, it's a solid C. Not good. Not bad, just very much in the middle. Uh, The first segment, it's divided into three parts. Divided into three segments. Uh, The first segment is Mako telling Prince Wu uh, the story of his relationships with Korra and Asami. Hey, here's a great idea. Why don't you spend a third of your clip show that everyone's gonna hate because clip show. Why don't you spend a third of it on... The most aggravating part of your show. That's a great idea. That totally won't be annoying. Yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great at all. But it could have been a lot more annoying than it ended up being. Like, it is annoying to kind of go through that frustrating love triangle that they spent the first two seasons so heavily diving into. Uh, so heavily pushing, only to in season three realize, well, probably shouldn't have spent so much time on that. It is... It is not as annoying as it could be, given that they're focusing on that annoying subplot. And a large part of it is, like, the little pop-ups of Mako, Wu... Uh, his cousin, his grandmother, and they're all commenting on the stupidity of this story, how dumb Mako is, and how ridiculous this whole love triangle gets, and how ridiculous certain moments are in this love triangle subplot. Like, that's funny. Those pop-ups are genuinely funny. Uh, But it is kind of annoying to dive into this love triangle again. Uh, the second segment of it, uh, the Korra segment, where Korra's talking to Asami about how useless she is, and every time she defeats an enemy, a new one pops up to take their place. I mean, I guess you could argue that this fits in with the character arc of Korra going through PTSD and being very defeatist, uh, because of Zaheer poisoning her because of her having three years out of the game and being kind of violated in that sense but it's still kind of unnecessary and honestly I think it's the worst of these three segments because at least with the love triangle segment 
you have those humorous pop-ups. This doesn't even have that. It's just sort of, hey, remember remember all the things that happened? Those are all the things that happened. Okay, moving on. And there's really nothing there. But by far, <laughs> the best element of this clip show, and the thing that keeps it from being fully trash is the Bolin segment where Varric is pitching a mover of Bolin as Nuktuk as Bolin <laughs> and just reframing Korra's adventures as if it was Bolin's adventures. <laughs> it's so great. Oh, it's perfect. I especially love the phone call between Zahir and Vatu and Amon. <laughs> and then also Unalak, who everyone hates. I, By the way, I love how this show is now acknowledging how bad Unalak is. How terrible of a villain <laughs> Unalak is. Unalak, the incredibly boring and not very popular... <laughs> Whatever. I can't remember how Varric described him completely. I just remember incredibly boring and unpopular. <laughs> like, they're self-aware enough to recognize. Yeah. Yeah, Unalak wasn't great. <laughs> Unalak was not a very good villain. <laughs> hey, guys. I totally agree that we should take out Bolin. He's too powerful and awesome. <laughs> And they brought all the actual voice actors back, by the way. I should mention that. <laughs> like, they brought back Steve Bloom. Uh, they brought back the other people whose names I can't remember. Like, those are the voice actors doing that phone call. They brought them back for that. <laughs> and then Varric ends... Everyone on the boat cheers, and Bolin's like, what are you talking about? That wasn't, that was nothing. It didn't even make sense. It wasn't true. And <laughs> they're like, hey, it's just a mover. Shut up. <laughs> uh, that last third makes the clip show worth it. That last third is brilliant. It is absolutely hilarious, and I love everything about it. Uh, but the first two thirds are tedious and bad so like it does kind of balance it out and just be like again like i said a solid c uh, as far as clip shows go not the worst but i mean it's a clip show it can only be so good unless it's drake and josh in which case that clip show was a freaking masterpiece but eh like it's about on the level of the worst episodes of avatar the last airbender like there's stuff to love about it. It's still mildly entertaining, but for the most part, like, it just feels like this stain on a season that's otherwise perfect, on a season that's otherwise absolutely phenomenal, but for whatever reason, they just, like, they really didn't put that level of brilliance into something as simple as a clip show. Eh, whatever. Like, I'm not as offended by it as everyone else seemed to be at the time, but I agree it's not good. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to getting into the actual show again tomorrow. Let's put it that way. 
So, yeah. From here on out, race to the finish. We only got, what, five more episodes left in this series? And then we're done. We're so close. We're so close to the end. Let's go. Tomorrow. <laughs> Let's go. But wait a day before we go. <laughs> uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow, we will be discussing The Legend of Korra, Season 4, Episode 9. Talk to you then.